Welcome to the Vision Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information about this podcast and everything happening at Vision, visit us online at visionnwa.com. 25 years and 10 months ago, a six foot tall man that I did not like, I want to say that, did not like him, asked me something very politely, can I help you? I had a whole bunch of boxes sitting on my pregnant belly. And I looked at him, no. We became friends. And he had a heart and a desire to buy a house. And he knew, and I'm going to cry, so get some Kleenex ready. I feel it. He knew that where we were at, that was not going to happen. He was leaving. We were just friends. He was leaving town. And I got a message that says, they trying to stop Daryl from leaving town. I said, "Uh uh-uh. So I pulled up in the middle of the night and was waiting on him. His, His ride put him out the car on the middle of a side street. And, you know, he was, he's standing there, you know, and I'm honking. And he's like, what you doing here? Get in. And to be a friend, I drove him three and a half hours away from Oklahoma City just as a friend because I cared about him. I was on my way back to Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City was not a good place for neither one of us. And he said, stay with me. Little did I know then that his decision to move out of some terrible places was me and him entering to our land of milk and honey. Life has never been the same. We've had our challenges. We've had our struggles. But today, look where I'm at. And I know it ain't nobody but God. Okay. So I was, uh, I was thinking about all that this morning. I want to say, baby, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> he was determined. He was determined we was going to move around. Now, before I go on, I was not expecting him to show up with me this morning. So I better ask, can I share? I can share? All right. <laughs> How we got to legalize the hustle was uh, back in the day, after me and Daryl did become friends, uh, Daryl and I had a tendency to do a lot of illegal work together. I was the money, he was the brains. We had a good thing going on. We was never broke. And uh, <laughs> so when we came over here, it was quite obvious, mm, babe, where we at? Yeah. Um, no, we can't do that here. At least I knew, mm-mm, So I had to, I went through some depression. How am I going to feed my kids? One day a man called me, and he said, uh, Miss Carla, can you come clean my office? I had a bottle of mean green, and I went and I started that. Skip really, really, really fast forward. We found ourselves one year at a quarter of a million dollars, able to hire those who look like us. And I'm, when I say us, I mean in the welfare system. I was able to walk away from, I think back then it was AFDC, food stamps. I think they call it something else now. I'm glad to know that I don't know what they call it now. <laughs> we walked away from Section 8 
And since we've been here, how many houses, babe? Three? Three houses. And the way the houses was uh, purchased wasn't nobody but God, because one of them houses wasn't even worth $5,000. And uh, we walked away with enough money to be a blessing to our community and purchase us another house. We've gotten bought out twice. <laughs> we waiting to get bought out again. We're going to the country this time. So we kept on walking by faith. Um, I walked into the church 17 years ago with a hangover. Uh, and because my sister-in-law said, there is a word for you today. And I went in and um, I'm like, my life ain't going to never change. I'm always going to be here. And then the pastor at that church said, we made an arrangement. He said, if I would attend Sunday service, Wednesday service, and prayer service for a year, and if my life wasn't changed by then, he shut down the church and moved back to California. Well, you see who won. Yeah. <laughs> we both still here. And through that time, I have learned how to walk from the little faith to the to the another level of faith. God moves us from faith to faith and glory to glory. And it's all for him namesake. So if you feel like you're being challenged in your life anywhere, just keep on walking. Keep on going to bed. Keep on getting up. Keep on thanking him. Keep on praising him. You know, and it changes. We might not always see the change immediately. Leslie is very good at reminding me of the faithfulness of God. So four years ago, I walked into this building with just a, I wanted to help a community. One thing I noticed over here is a lot of women don't know how to cook. Whew. Seeing that I'm from the South. That was disturbing to me. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm going I'm to learn how to fry chicken or something. Right? So uh, I walked into a building about three, four years ago. I'm not even sure the time frame anymore, uh, with the idea just to help some women in the community uh, and to give them some love. And we, we just kept on going. And I was cooking and I was frying chicken, but this is something me and Daryl been doing since we was in the hood, uh, pulling out the barbecue grill on spot, you know. We're going to get some ribs and potato salad and something going because we always felt the, the, the urge to feed people. And I thought that's where I would stay. But as I've kept on getting up and kept on walking, God is, he's having me to feed people in another capacity. And so I get the honor every day to go to a building. I never know who's walking through that door and what situation they're going to have. I just have to brace myself. And I love them. I don't care how they look, how they smell, what their story is, where they've been. So just keep on getting up. Keep on believing. Keep on walking. I never know. Sometimes I never know what's going to come out of my mouth. I, I don't. I just, have to, I just have to believe God that my husband's prayer, Lord, choose the words that come out of my wife's mouth. We didn't pray it twice this morning. I love people. I plant seeds. I might not even ever be here to see them manifest, but I know that I'm planting. I am a sower. I believe in sowing. All right. So we kept walking on about our journey. And uh, we get to 2020. We rolling into 2020 with big plans. 
I had this uh, opportunity from the program uh, that they so graciously had all over the video. They didn't tell me they was doing all that. Uh, uh, Legalize the Hustle came out of uh, an awareness, an observation uh, that a lot of the people that we work with, all of them are on probation, parole. Uh, some of them are on probation and parole. I don't figure out how they do that yet. But uh, they've, they've come out of incarceration. They're homeless. They've been trafficked. They've been abused. We're sitting all together in this classroom, and, and we're doing a budget. Now, budgeting is not my thing. It's not my lane at all. Nobody was there to help me, so I had to go ahead and press forward. And I said, okay, uh, how much are you making at your job? I'm just going by my notes. And the Holy Spirit said, ask them how much they're making on their side hustle. I'm like, hmm, hmm? But I turned around, okay, draw another line, y'all. How much you making on your side hustle? And they had to... <laughs> I said, okay, I'm Vegas. I'm Vegas. Nothing's going to leave this room. And I began, as they was like looking at me like, mm-hmm, we're going to get in trouble, y'all. And I walked around, and they was making so much money on their side hustle. I made the comment to one of our young ladies, I see why I can't get you to apply for a job in McDonald's. You making $1,600 a week, girl? Mm, mm-hmm. She, she was working too hard for that money, though. Okay. So I walked away, and before the class was over, I said, who would be interested in learning how to legalize a hustle? At that moment, up until that moment, I had never thought that God had also taken me through that journey. So I'm like, hmm, I'm equipped for this. I went on about my business, doing the class, doing the class, and somebody that I met a long time ago was having lunch with somebody they had just met and wanted to schedule another lunch. And she said, no, I got to go meet with Miss Carla uh, for this luncheon she's doing. Well, Miss Carla, yeah, Miss Carla runs a nonprofit called Diva. That's how long it had been since she's seen me. She said, huh, what does Miss Carla do? All these, she said, I'm really not sure. She said, well, I want to meet her for lunch. Anyway, Leslie and I went to this meeting. Now, me not reading the email, uh, what do you do? And we're sitting there telling about all the people we feed, all the, you know, the, the life skills classes we're doing. And she invited me back for another lunch. And I'm like, okay, she must have a couple hundred dollars that she wants to donate. That's, you know. Not took me a minute to figure out, because I didn't read her email. I'm just like, somebody want to meet, somebody want to talk. She was from the Walter Family Foundation. And, and I'm like, next thing I know, she's saying, we got a program, we want to support this, you know, da 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 Can I help you write a grant? I'm like, what in the world? Next thing I know, send me this, I found you this, and she didn't pretty much wrote the grant for me, and I, I just had to say, enter. And <laughs> me and babe going about our business, and one day, I just checking the account, and boy, I started screaming. And I wouldn't show him, and he's screaming. And I'm like, whew, here we go. We just finished up that program, the first cohort. We're believing God to do another. Yes, we, we were blessed to be able to take uh, 10 people through the program. Uh, 
And they, we did have to clean up the name, y'all, so don't y'all be out there looking for Legalize the Hustle. <laughs> they love Legalize the Hustle. The family wanted Jumpstart NWA. So that's what we do publicly. But we was moving on into this, and, and I ain't going to be long. Is I, do I have a time up here somewhere? I'm good. We got to moving on in 2020, and right in the process of us getting started with the program, and just about life, we had a lot of plans for 2020, as I'm sure a lot of y'all did. Everybody, a lot of people make those 2020 resolutions, those New Year resolutions. I stopped doing that a long time ago because most of the time I don't keep up with it past January, you know, 8th. Uh, so I just stopped and, okay, Lord, what I'm going to be doing? I, I have learned how to inquire. Lord, shall I pursue? Okay. So we getting on. We got all these big plans. You know, the Lord said, the Lord said, and here we go. And then COVID walked up in here. <laughs> they didn't ask for an invitation. They didn't call and let nobody know they was coming. COVID just showed up. And and then kick your dough in. We had to stop what we was doing, and a lot of people went into panic mode. And it ain't nothing wrong with going into panic initially. It's really not. It's about where you come back around to. So this morning I was like looking back, and I said, I don't know who this message is for, but I wanted to share something with you that the Lord... Uh, had pressed on my heart, especially since Miss Nicole passed. Nicole came, asked me, did I want to speak? Mm-mm. I had just denied. One man had just asked me that like three days before, and I'm like, no. And then here she showed up, and I'm like, Lord, why are you seeing me? My invisible cloak ain't working, so what's wrong with this thing? You know, and I'm trying to squeeze in this closet, I have this imaginary, I'm very visual, y'all. So I have this closet that I can hide in, I think. I used to be able to. She came and called me out. And, and I knew, I'm, sitting, I'm saying yeah, but I'm shaking my head, oh, Lord. And since that day, how long ago was that? About a month? Yeah. Oh, hell broke loose. In the last week, Let's see. I got a call on a, a Sunday, maybe, back to back. It was either the office of the house, office of the house. And when I say the house, it's my children. I have adult children. Y'all pray for me. Yeah. One son drove off a cliff. This is one day, y'all. The youngest daughter was down in Georgia. Was it Georgia? Yeah. How'd you get there? I drove. Why are you there? Well, Mom, I'm looking for a job. In Georgia? Hmm. My spirit wasn't right. My oldest daughter was going through something. My youngest son was going through something. This all one day, and then I get the, the boom call. My mom. And I, it got so hard for a minute that I, I had to do Hannah. Uh, y'all can probably tell, I, I pray loud, I, I speak loud, I'm loud. But this day, I had to go get in the corner and say, because the pressure had got so bad. 
And I walked around there, and my husband, he said, baby, you okay? And I just fell like crying in the kitchen. No, I'm not. And I had a sister call me and say, it's about that word. It ain't about you. It's about that word that's in you. So I had to keep going. I just saw him sitting behind you. Hey. <laughs> we kept on and kept on believing. The attacks kept on coming. And I finally, I said, okay, Lord, if you don't give me a word, I'm about to go sit in the closet for real and literally and just sit there and, and lock myself in. And by 4 o'clock one morning, he said, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. I said, thank you, Jesus. I sat there and I read and I read and, and during this time, you know, when, especially when you haven't done this very often, you can have the tendency, oh, I'm going to preach about that. Oh, yeah, I'm going to preach about that. It ain't that I don't have no word content, but it was like, which one do I choose? This, this is new. This is actually my daughter's favorite scripture. And I said, I'm going to talk about the season of the stretch because I feel like that's what 2020 has uh, produced for all of us, a, a season of the stretch. Now, can I get everybody in here to say all things? All things. Say it like you mean it. Who do all things work for? Come on. That's right. All things work together for the good of those who love. All right. And are called according to his purpose. Now, I had to go. We are hard pressed, though. But somewhere in all of this new COVID world, everything that's going on is working for our good. So the best thing I think, hmm, okay, God, I'm going to need some examples of, uh, in the word of who this might have worked for. So I saw, I went back and looked at it, and he said, pressed, perplexed, and persecuted. Now, who in the Bible could have done all those things? That was easy. Just start at the beginning. <laughs> Just start at the beginning and start, and start reading. So I went over there, and I found the big brother Moses. Moses got this instruction. He was being pressed. Go, go get my people. That's what the Lord said. He said, go get my people. Moses is like perplexed. God, I can't even talk straight. You want me to go do what for you? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. So we start talking. I said, uh, okay, God, I hear you. Then I thought about Abraham, perplexed, pressed, persecuted. Abraham had one of them assignments that you're like, Lord, I don't even know. You want me to leave these folks where? I don't even know these folks. And as leaders, though, that's sometimes what we get called to do. What? You want me to take them where? And then you get to a certain point, and here come, the, here come the enemy on your tail, and now all of the people that you really don't know is yelling, you brought us all the way out here so we could die? Mm. 
I went back to all things. Can I hear it? Come on. All right. I said, okay, Lord, we being pressed right now. We being perplexed. He gave me illustration after illustration, Esther. Uh, And then we finally, we could just walk the Bible, David. Then I got to the New Testament, Jesus. Hmm. His persecution ain't, ain't none of us went through. He was stretched wide. He was hung high. Hmm. I said, thank you, Lord. This walk is worth it. Because if I can say something that's going to prevent another person from going down the exact same journey that I did, it's worth it. The pressure's worth it. The perplexing's worth it. We don't like it. Because it's painful, it's uncomfortable. The persecution, I done dealt with that in the last six weeks too. A whole character assassination. Now, part of me, my flesh wonder, mm, my flesh is really calling for me. Her name's Shelly. That's my old personality. She had been calling. She'd been like, come on, let me, get, let me in the game. I'm like, no, sit down. She's like, no, let me in. I'm like, sit down. I have to talk to her because that's that old man. We don't want her to show up. She caught, mm. And so I'm like, but she been, we've been like doing double dutch. I got the, and she's saying, let me in, let me in. I'm like, no, no. And then my husband's saying, I need, I need Penelope. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> oh, he blushed. <laughs> Look, he go, sit there. <laughs> So it's been a battle and a challenge to get here, y'all. And so I was walking through this word, yes, we have been pressured. We have been perplexed. But we have to stand still on all things. We don't understand it. We've lost loved ones. We've lost friends. We've lost coworkers. And we got to stand here flat-footed and say, but Lord, your word says all things all things. Lord, but I'm hurting and I'm a, I'm a talkative person and I got to sit in the house. I got to be quiet. Oh, I got to get to know my husband again. All things. All things. I can't go see about my mother. All things. I have to hear on the phone. We did get on video. All things, Lord. All things. All things. Walking around with them masks. Ugh. All things, despite the political climate right now, all things, you know, you, the cost of food, all things, because he said that we, we, we ain't going to go without. We're we going to be taking care of through all this. So all things. So now we got to buy some extra food for some other folks because all things, all things. And I got quiet and I'm like, okay, Lord, that's a. That's a, that's a journey. I said, I feel like I'm just bouncing from here to there. I don't know. I don't know. I was kind of, I was hoping they was going to call and cancel this event. <laughs> just be honest. And then is it the heat, the pressure, the pressure. I'm in a pressure cooker, y'all. I'm in a pressure cooker. And, and I'm at that place where I'm, I'm, I'm doing less smiling and, 
and more sitting in my corner. And every time I got there, Holy Spirit was like, come, come. I'm going to bed. I'm working real early. Haven't been up early this early in years. And I hear I have a big old Dakes Bible, probably could. And come, and I'm sitting with my glasses, and and I'm in the Word, and I'm like, this is where I have to go when the pressure gets that high, is the Word. Because if I try to do it in Carla, Carla gonna mess it up. And I'm saying, Lord, but what are you telling me? And all this, all this journey of the word that you've talked to me about, I ended up back over in Joshua. Be ye not afraid. And I kept on, and I'm like, I didn't know that uh, God had to tell Joshua so many times, <laughs> fear not. <laughs> and I'm like, really? And then I finally got to the shorter scripture, and it says all of this, the Lord is my shepherd. I said, Lord, because I got to thinking how deep of a valley I was in right now. And I didn't know, I didn't know which way to go. Just in, just in my personal life, just dealing with my children, my adult children, that I have to stand in faith for that the day is coming that they're going to be right up here. Come on. Yes. I did something real cool in my phone. They are now listed by who they are. I took their name out. So we got the evangelist, the prophet, the teacher, and the pastor. Then they got a little number behind them. So in case somebody gets my phone, the oldest is the evangelist, that, that one way down in Georgia. She the prophet. <laughs> the teacher and the pastor who just, oh, Jesus, help me. Most mornings, Jesus, help me. Just with this one, he's the pastor. He's up there doing what I do on a whole different level. I don't think he understands it, but God's still working on him. Give me strength. And then I have the honor to, to live with the prophet. Mm. Lord, with all that, I'm still feeling some kind of way. He said, Carl, I'm your shepherd. Since he's my shepherd, I know I shall not want. And I had to realize that I was in this season that he was making me lay down in green pastures. Rest, girl. It's about to get real busy. I need you to rest. I got I to gotta restore you. And then he said that right over here. He leads me beside them still waters. Now, when I was walking, I saw the water, but I'm like, Lord, that's, that ain't nothing moving. He said, yeah, because I need you to restore your soul. Let me help you with that. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake and not mine. Everything that I do is for the Lord. I love what I do. I can wake up every morning and say, Daryl had to, he got to listen to my theme music. I got theme music when I'm going in and I'll be rocking, you know. And he's like, this is what you listening to this morning? Mm-hmm. Now, this is my theme song. Uh... Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And then when I got there, I'm like, Lord, I know this scripture. I read it like a kajillion times. And I said, but I'm going to read on. You know, when you get to talking to God, you know, you think you know something. And I started having this revelation. I'm like, hmm, 
Hmm. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thy rod and thy staff comfort me. Okay. I had to go back. He leadeth me. Y'all Bible say that? He leads me here. He lead. This valley of the shadow of death is somewhere that he didn't led me? Uh-uh. Wait a minute. Huh. Let me reread this. He restored my soul. He restored me to the back. For his name's sake. Yay. Is that supposed to be an exciting yay? <laughs> I heard somebody say that. It's supposed to be like, yay! Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Dude, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I said, now that don't even sound good at all. But he led me there. Mm. He restored me before we went in. But he led me here. All this that I'm going through is a place where the Lord has led me. And I'm like, okay. God, you got me down here in this valley with these lions, tigers, and bears. Plus some snakes. Hmm. I don't like snakes. I don't do snakes very well. But Lord, you led me here. And then he says, here's the key. For his namesake. It's a place that we don't like, but it's for his namesake. Why? Hmm. I will fear no evil. I work on that one very, I work on that one. Because I still get scared. I, I do, I still get scared. Here we go, Lord. For that rod and that staff that come from me. Then it got a little interesting. While I'm in this valley of the shadow of death, he's got this rod and this staff just for me. To help, you know, he's dealing with all these lions, tigers, and bears, plus them snakes. He, did, he got his rod and his staff. Okay, comfort me. Okay, okay. Thou prepareth a table before me. While he got me in this valley with these lions, tigers, and bears, plus them snakes. Huh, what's on my table, Lord? Everything that you need. While I'm walking through this valley... Hmm. Then he anointed my head with oil. He gonna keep me from going crazy while I'm in this valley of the shadow of death with these lions, tigers, and bears, plus them snakes. When I got there, I'm like, Lord, pour the bottle because they really working me right now. He said. Carla, I am your breaker anointing. I got you. I'm your rear guard. I had to stand up off that table and get the, the, oh, Lord, thank you. Without you, I am nothing, Lord. Thank you. But, Lord, we're going to have to talk about this valley of the shadow of death. I realize that I've been in there a long time, wondering why, Lord, why everybody else seem like they got a peace? How come I ain't getting no peace, Lord? Everybody has children acting right. Why am I acting right? Lord, everybody else look like they moving on up, Lord. When's it our turn? Mm Mm-mm. That's not my assignment. And I'm good with that. I'm like that one of them tribes back over in Joshua. When they crossed over, he said, leave leave your crew here. Need you to leave your family, your children, and your cattle right here. And y'all will rest once all your brothers have rested. Oh, Lord. Okay. He said, but Carla, while I got you in this valley, 
Uh, the shadow of death with all them lions, tigers, and bears, plus some snakes. Have you not noticed that your cup runneth over? That one got me. I had to get up and walk around the house. We talking about two people who came here living in a hotel week to week. We was buying uh, hamburger helper. Baby hates hamburger helper to this day because he said you never cook it the same twice. We don't eat hamburger helper no more. Mm -mm. We started, we had one car. We didn't know if it was going to make it, you know, from day to day. We had to travel 45 minutes for him to get to work. We were so poor, I had to sit in the car while he worked 12-hour days because I couldn't afford to go back to the hotel. It was way in Noel, Missouri. And I'm, look, I'm walking around this house now. Hmm, the table prepared before me. Mm-hmm. Notice my head, but I ain't went crazy yet. Thank you, Jesus. And the cup runner, our cup is so full, we can give it away to others. Yeah. Every now and again, I think we need to be reminded of those things. And, and if, if you have, keep waking up. Keep walking. Keep doing what the Lord has told you to do. Keep going. Don't let it discourage you. When you feel like your back is against the wall, put them up. Put them up. I've been doing, I did this for years. But I still do it. Put them up. This is my new fight. I used to use these. Now I'm, put them up. Everybody, put them up. COVID didn't stop us. It can't. We're his people. This is for his name's sake, not ours. Say thank you, Lord. Thank you. So for whoever in here, that mama, that daddy, who feel like you done been forgotten, you being challenged, you done lost your job. Hmm. Unemployment's a joke right now. I know. I hear about it all the time. You ain't got no food. You're low on food. Don't know where the next piece of gas is coming from for your car. Put them up. Get in your fight stance. This is it. We going through this valley for reason, for purpose. Put them up. So what? We pressed. We're perplexed. We're persecuted. Keep them up. Keep them up. This is, we got to get to this. While they want us to wear these masks, put them up. Put them up. Everything that you're going through right now ain't nothing but a prelude to a dance. Come on. Put them up. This one. Mm. We get to throwing God every time I put on that mask. Thank you, Jesus. But I rebuke this in Jesus' name. This is me putting them up. I walk in that bill. I get in trouble every time I go to the office because I'm putting. Lord, thank you. Lord, I, I pray for people as I see them on the highway stranded. We give people stuff out of our windows. Keep on serving. Put them up. Come on, put them up. I don't care how hard it's getting out there. I don't care how crazy your kids look, your husband look, your sister. Put them up. If you can't say it out loud, you better get down in Hannah's position. Keep them up. This is how we're going to survive this thing. Whatever you're going through, this is how we survive it.
put them up. Yes. The rest of this week, I want y'all to walk around, and every time something think is gone, put them up. Put them up. Don't be shamed. Put them up. I don't care if you're in the grocery store. Drop the bread and the eggs. Put them up. When you get to that meat and it say, you want $20 for what? The devil is a lie. Put them up. Your faith going to be so strong that you're going to stand there until somebody comes. Did you know that we're about to put this on sale? It was just for you. Put them up. The bill come in and it's looking stupid. The mortgage payment, the rent, whatever, put it up. Put them up. The college, the college bills coming in, keep them up. Them crazy, I call them dumb, dumb pop-ups. Schools calling. This friend is threatening suicide. This one is so angry. Put them up. We can't get to everybody right now. Couldn't before. Put them up. So what? You got to get reacquainted with your husband. <laughs> Put them up. Because sometimes it take God. <laughs> Put them up. The car broke down. Ain't no money to get it fixed. Put them up. Whatever the situation is, we're being pressed. We're being perplexed. Some of us is even persecution. I have had to make up my mind that everything that I've been dealing with hmm, for a long time is God's business. My job, I got one job, for real, one job. Put them up. Put them up. This is how, how I made it. Put them up. How, how we came out the hood. Put them up. How our bank account went to me owing, owing $534 to six figures. Put them up. Then I knew that them, them figures was not for me to keep. They go right back out. I keep them up. I cry. Oh, I cry. But I keep them up. I keep them up. I know that fighting for my family. This is it right here. For my clients, for my neighbors, for people I don't know, I stay right here. This is my safe zone. Find your safe zone. Right here, put them up. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for our ability to be here this morning. Thank you, Jesus, for waking us up. Thank you for somebody taking the time to think that we're important. We still hear y'all. Don't be discouraged. Back to that mama. If you're sitting out here today, it's going to be all right. To that daddy, it's going to be all right. This is, I call this a terroristic threat. The enemy has came up in here to threaten us. How do we survive it? This is how we have to do it. This is our weapon. 
This is how we overcome it. Now, if there's anyone here that would like to come up for prayer, babe, I'm going to ask you to come hang out with me. Anybody here that wants prayer for any reason? Me and this man? Mmm. Hallelujah. Mmm. I never thought we would be here together. We've been through some things, y'all. We thank God for this family. I'm scared of their son, just so y'all know. Where you at? You back there? I don't, I don't like him to touch me. That boy got some anointing on him. Whoa! They came in my office. My husband was not feeling well for a while. And they came in and uh, Becca said, oh, we're going to pray for Daryl. And they went full-fledged in. I know they had with, went beyond praying for Daryl. <laughs> yeah. I thank God for this family. If y'all know people who need some help and services, it might not be any of y'all. Send them my way. The one thing, the one thing we got a lot of is love. We got a lot of love. We love folks. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Just search Vision Church. If you would like to help support this ministry, you can do so at visionnwa.com forward slash give.